Uh, hello, I'm Tom Fraser, and this is a special edition of my podcast. Today, I am in Omaha, Nebraska, at Omaha's Epley Airport. If you walk with me to the north end of the terminal and take the escalator to the second floor, you will see a Hudson Booksellers bookstore. I'm standing in the bookstore with Jim Ross, the store's proprietor. We are surrounded by a large collection of books about Warren Buffett, Charles Munger, and Berkshire Hathaway. As you are about to learn, this is no ordinary bookstore. Uh, Jim, uh, I understand that your bookstore gets pretty busy the weekend of the Berkshire Hathaway annual meeting. Uh, what does the scene look like? The, uh, the annual meeting is our Christmas. Uh, we do about 17, 18% of our business over the three days that shareholders come in from around the world. And it's an incredible time for us. It's a great time for us. As uh, one of my booksellers said, uh, you get to meet the richest, wisest people in the world for those three days. And so we uh, decided many years ago, actually, to uh, cater to that crowd. And we always have a collection of books relating uh, to Berkshire Hathaway, to value investing, to Graham, to Buffett, to Munger, um, everything connected with uh, uh, Berkshire uh, basically because people come in all year round from all over the world to visit the insurance companies, uh, Nebraska Furniture Mart, Borsheim's, uh, all the holdings here. Yeah, it's a, it's a busy bookstore. Uh, I'm really curious, how did you assemble your collection of Buffett books? And I understand it's, it's a pretty big collection. We have about, um, gee, I would say between 40 and 50 titles uh, connected uh, with Berkshire Hathaway. Um, and it's evolved over the years. It, it initially started um, probably about 18 years ago. I've been with the bookstore 20 years. We opened in May of 1996. And we would uh, have an onslaught of people after the meeting would end coming in asking for particular titles. People would come into the bookstore and say, do you have this book? And even though I am a shareholder, a B shareholder, but even though I'm a shareholder, um, I, I didn't even think about it. It was actually people leaving the meeting uh, looking for a book that either Mr. Buffett or Mr. Munger had brought up in the middle of the meeting. And these were brilliant books. These were books you would normally have on hand, but you wouldn't have 200 of them. So about, oh, gee, it was months later after one of the meetings, uh, I ran into Mr. Buffett. And I said, uh, I, I explained to him our dilemma that we would have crowds of people looking for specific titles. He said, uh, you know what? He said the last time we had a, that sort of interest happen, it was a book that Charlie had recommended. He said, I will give you Charlie's telephone number. 90 days before the meeting, you call Charlie, and he will tell you what we're reading. And I was like flabbergasted, and he gave me the phone number which I kept, and uh, I called. And what shocked me uh, immediately was that he answered the phone. I thought, well, I'm going to have some time to compose myself. Uh, we're going to go through at least four or five executive assistants, aren't we? And the phone answered, uh, the, the, the ringing stopped, and Charlie said, this is Charlie. And I could not complete a sentence. Uh, I said, Mr. I was lost. And I think I got out my name that I was Jim Ross. He interrupted me in my fumbling. And it seemed like an eternity. It was probably only a couple of seconds. And he said, uh, he said, uh, I know who you are. 
I know why you're calling. How can I help you? Well, that year, he was interested in Ron Chernow's uh, book, Titan, which was a biography of Rockefeller. He was also uh, very big on guns, germs, and steel. You know, he's always been a huge fan of Jared Diamond's. And we talked for like 15 minutes. I was stunned. And uh, we had a wonderful conversation, and he said those were the books that they would be talking about if it came up. That was another thing. When I first mentioned it to Mr. Buffett, he said, uh, well, Jim, what if no one asks what we're reading? And I said, fat chance. Someone always asks. And he said, well, and it was funny. I mean, here he was thinking of me. He said, you know, you'd be stuck with piles of books. And, and I and had to explain that actually books are returnable. So we wouldn't be stuck with them if nobody mentioned it, you know. But I said, we'll stock them. You'll be able to spread uh, uh, your endorsement, and everybody gets well. And uh, so he, that's when he decided to give me uh, Mr. Munger's phone number, and it just went from there. So when the first meeting came along, he not only mentioned uh, Guns, Germs, and Steel and mentioned uh, Titan, uh, he endorsed the store, uh, uh, Charlie did. And I was... I, it was jaw-dropping, and uh, we were very pleased. So uh, the, the book list, is it's a long book list, and it's diverse. Uh, uh, Buffett uh, always men mentions Ben Graham's book, but uh, are they just investing books, or, or what other types of titles get included in the list every year? Uh, a lot of biographies. He was a big fan of Catherine Graham's biography, which was a a terrific book and Charlie has interests that are are so broad and so I mean uh, uh, physics uh, there's a great book out uh, called uh, Seeking Wisdom from Darwin to Munger and I was able to show him the manuscript when the author was working on it and it is basically uh, an overview of great thinkers and it is uh, in honor of both Munger and Buffett even though he only has Munger's name in the title but uh, there's a lot of Buffett in that book, and, and, it, and it really shows the breadth of their reading, and uh, it's phenomenal. Uh, they read everything. They read every day. Uh, it's, it's always been amazing to me. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of my listeners have attended Berkshire Hathaway meetings in the past, uh, so I'm curious. Can you give us a scoop? Are there any new titles <laughs> new this year that people should be looking for? I uh, usually talk to Mr. Munger before uh, the meeting. I haven't talked to him yet, okay. uh, so I can't give you. I mean, I know that uh, Larry Cunningham has got a new essays of Warren Buffett that came out in uh, November. Um, I, geez, I, I, I wish I had a big scoop for you right now, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll check back to the website in, uh, what, a, a couple of months, and I think we'll have a little more to add to that. Uh, turning from specific titles I'd just like to talk about Buffett and Munger a bit more uh, why are people so fascinated in uh, Buffett and Munger wow uh, well uh, their success is one obvious uh, their amazing success but um, I, I, another area would have to be that uh, they are who you see I mean uh, we have people who come in the store all the time who assume that he doesn't really live in Omaha that he must live in some exotic locale and we have to say, no, uh, uh, Mr. Buffett actually lives up the street from me. He pumps his own gas. He drives his own car. He is, there's no uh, uh, pretense about him at all. He is exactly who he is in front of the public, and, and uh, they are uh, terrific people. And, and, and I don't want to give the implication that I 
uh, am, uh, that I socialize with them on a regular basis or anything like that. But they are who you see, and I think that's part of the fascination. They are regular guys. I mean, uh, I was stunned that uh, they would give me as much time as they have over the years. Um, yeah, and now, Jim, you grew up in Omaha. Uh, Warren Buffett grew up in Omaha. Charles Munger grew up in Omaha. Um, how did Omaha shape who Buffett and Munger are today? Uh, good Midwestern values. <laughs> that sounds cliche. There's a great book out on this by Steve Jordan, who is the uh, one of the editors with the Omaha World Herald. And he has a book out called, well, what is the book? Uh, 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 the, Oracle, uh, the Oracle and Omaha, it's called. And it's how uh, Buffett uh, was shaped by Omaha and how Omaha, quite frankly, has been shaped by Buffett in the later years. It's a great book. It's, a, it's an interesting book. And it talks about uh, his beginnings. I mean, uh, you know, everybody's heard the stories about the uh, Coke bottles and, and working in the Buffett grocery store. And, but I think all of that uh, comes into play. Uh, his dad was a broker here locally. And uh, they were conservative uh, uh, homespun people. And he still is. He's never left the city. For a while, he lived in New York. And I grew up with Howie, and I can remember Howie talking about when they decided to move back from New York. And it was basically, you know, I can do this anywhere. Let's go back to Omaha, where, where I'm going to be grounded and, and away from the cacophony. And the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah, well, well just one more question. Uh, what do you think Buffett represents to Omaha? Wow. Uh, uh, well, he's, he's like a steady rock uh, financially uh, to the city um, and, and, a, and a steady influence. But where other parts of the country might have uh, large highs and lows, we've just never experienced that sort of thing. It's, it's all very stable and, and, uh, and pretty even. And that's what he represents. And when, when he initially... Uh, when the initial investors got together in the late 50s, uh, and he basically said, you know, uh, I'm going to invest the money, and I will, you know, we're going to have some returns. Don't bother me. <laughs> you know, trust me, and, and we'll go far with this. And he was not a flamboyant, you know. It was not a huge, showy sort of thing. And uh, the types of people that he uh, – that he uh, – uh, gathered around him that, it, that, that were the investors were that way too. I mean, they were all looking for a rock-solid sort of investment, even though he wasn't really that proven at that point. But they trusted him, and he showed, this is what I want to do, this is the ideas, and, and it, all, it all flowered. So his steady cerebral approach was very apparent when he was younger, and he's just sort of steadily kept at it throughout the years. And being a, being a steady reader. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I, I guess I would encourage er everybody listening to this podcast to, to, to pick up the point about steady reading. Yes. Uh, anyway, Jim, this has been a lot of fun. I, I really thank you for making time out of your busy day to do this. Um, if you would like to learn more about books about Warren Buffett, Charles Munger, and Berkshire Hathaway, uh, please go to my website, www.tl frasr.com a list of books curated by Jim Ross will be posted there and the next time you are, are at uh, Epley Airport in Omaha
please make a point of uh, visiting Jim's store and coming by to say hello.